to get our anime conversation out of the way before we started. Perfectly fine. Perfectly yeah, I fine. Are we lame? Are we, anime is lame to now like addicted in like a week and a half. So <laughs> that's how it is, man. Like I find sure. a lot of people they they have that that stigma where it's like, oh, you know, I don't want to be a weeb or anything like that. But then you watch like a like a Bleach or a My Hero, and you're like, oh, shit, that was fucking that was kind of dope, man. Like I want to see yeah, what's man. going on here for sure. Yeah. I mean, are we, on, I, are we my, live on Twitch, by the way? Yeah, I'm. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm literally wearing a uh, Robocross T-shirt right now. Nice. So, yeah. Like. Yep. Yep. I that's one. That's the other. Deny it. That's the that's OG, OG right there, man. Okay. The Macross Saga was my one of my favorite anime series. All right. I still okay. have like the original Robotech videos on VHS. Like that's how. Yeah. It was dope. It was like budget Transformers that was like cooler than Transformers. Yeah, <laughs> so. people forget original um, Transformers. Original Transformers was budget Transformers. <laughs> it definitely was. All right, and then I'll... we had the then we had the GoBots, the Kmart Transformers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Overachievers Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Vash, joined, as always, by Chef Crandy Pastrami, because uh, Ashy Pastrami is out gallivanting in the wilderness of Seattle, I believe. I think he's not. He's uh, on the West Coast for work, so he's unable to join us today. He will be back next episode. But filling in for the Dom Extraordinaire is Chewburger84. What's up, buddy? Welcome back to the show. Always a pleasure, guys. I feel like uh, now that I know I'm replacing him for a week, I should have like a fake accent and like just talk about pizza and stuff. That's like the gist. You of should, it, yeah. And then you, you just, just have gotta, to, you, you know, you just got to fight everyone and just, you know, that's what that's what it is. That's how I work. Yeah, I would have shaved off say, everything. You, you just got to ground. Had I known, you just got to ground slam people <laughs> and talk about pizza, and you've you've got it covered. Sweet, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this week's going to be a good one. So we're going to we're talk about our usual t- uh, topics, but the main topic of today is going to be e3 but before we get into that Chu, why don't you tell us what other podcasts that you're a part of another project yeah sure so at the moment we're just uh doing one although we're getting back into the tubes at the moment so uh we're doing the alternate reality podcast you can find us on youtube and also on you know all the places you can find these guys so yeah alternate reality is where you can find us uh we may be rebooting one of our dnd pods soon though so uh, i may hit up you guys to see if because we're looking for a fourth but uh, yeah, for okay. so now, just the A and R pod. Sweet. Well, I do. I will have some time coming up um, oh, in the next that. three weeks. So, uh, but it's great. So that's uh, just what YouTube, Twitch, all that fun stuff for A and R pod. Essentially, is what it comes down to. Yeah. So just uh, for the podcast itself, alternate reality. Uh, otherwise, for socials, it's pretty much all me. So just at Chewburger eighty four on every platform imaginable, except for OF. We're thinking about that one. So what what can you do with OF with D&D, though? It could be fun. Uh, I think there's plenty of Ds and double Ds on OF, to be fair. So, I mean, there's <laughs> op- options everywhere. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you can find us and our socials and all that stuff on, um, uh, oh, my goodness. And dude, it's been a minute since I've done this. You can find us on Instagram at OG.podcast. Our Twitter is Overachieversp. 
our website is ogpodcast.fm where you get this episode and every episode where we talk about video games uh only fans and people getting banned for not doing things on twitch that they should be doing anyway so uh also if you're if you're interested uh i unfortunately made a tiktok for the podcast and i hey. hate myself for doing it you guys start uh, doing dances uh no it's just gonna be no gaming gaming high- no i'm not i'm not dude do you really want to see me dance no yeah. i don't want to see that it's it's, yeah, it's worse I do. It's, it's worse than the elaine dance from seinfeld so it's gonna be i mean terrible. you realize that that would make you infamous on tiktok at this point in time right i mean i guess i can only help the podcast right at that point yeah <laughs> um but you can find us uh, on TikTok at uh, og.podcast. So that's us there, too. I'm trying to make that just like the brand across all things. Uh, og.podcast. So we'll yeah. So we'll see. Just because OG Podcast is already taken by someone else called like, I don't mean, it wasn't even a gaming thing. It's just like some other weird thing. So I was they're like, probably all right, OG, an OG, man. They're not the OG. And there's also like somebody took Vash already as like a as a name on TikTok. I was like, all right, cool. You know whatever. what's interesting? I actually so a girl that uh, I've been hanging out with. She's a uh, psychologist, and one of her friends that she like does uh, what, what's what's the thing called um, Club Clubhouse? You heard of this application before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the friend that she does a lot of stuff with, her name is Doctor Vash, and I was I was dying laughing, but I mean I I didn't realize that that's actually like an Indian. Like that's the last name mm. that's pretty common in India, but uh, if it's so I was you like, oh. this whole time with the voice mod, I'll be really impressed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, all right, so let's get into uh, the new, not the news of the week, but let's get into what we're playing. Um, choose since you are our guest, why don't you give us a little rundown of what you've been playing lately? Yeah, I'm going to let the team down quite a bit this week. The last month for me, uh, I'm going through a, a transition at work into a new role, so onboarding new staff. So uh, not much. It's It's been mobile gaming, actually, for the first time in a long time. Gondel um, oh, was in with us for a little bit uh, with My Hero Academia, yeah. the strongest hero, uh, has been pretty much the only thing I've played other than a little bit of Biomutant on PC. Um, oh, how did how, you like how- that, by the way? uh it's hard going it reminds me a lot of around the time when fable 2 drops there were so many games like this that had this really cheesy like really badly written narrator that like that alone was enough to kind of put you off before you even got into it but it seems to be there's a lot of things that really scale the game down the the combat feels a little bit clunky especially if you're rolling melee um the guns don't feel too good early i think the only way that i've played it so far that feels fun is if you're just throwing spells around with psyops but it takes probably a good three or four hours into the game before you start to really get some of the decent you know abilities so yeah i love any any world that's kind of like there's a world now and there was a world before and there's kind of hints to you know the old world like a horizon or fallout or anything like that you've generally got me interested enough that i'll give you patience but yeah, Biomutant's missing a few bits and pieces, I think, that hooks you in. Personality is the biggest one. It, it sort of sells itself as this big kind of like Kung Fu Panda meets Conker's Bad Fur Day, if you watch the trailers. But it's just <laughs> it doesn't have that personality that any of that really has in, outside of it. So, yeah, I, I can't say I recommend that. That Definitely sounds like a game I'd like to play. Conker's Bad Fur Day and Ratchet cl- Combine. Dude, I'd play that. Conkers, that's a that's an old that's an old that's a throwback. That's a I deep cut. That game. If you know that game, you'll love that game. Hundred percent. 
Yeah. I, I love that how was, much shit he talks in that game. Yeah. Well, it's basically it was Deadpool uh, on Nintendo, realistically, and that has made him a squirrel. <laughs> that's that's what that game was. Yeah, that's actually super accurate. Yeah, big, big fan of that. Um, but so what? So that's the only mobile game you're playing is that one. I uh, I did I I listened to the episode that Karna was on, but I didn't remember that you saying talking about that game per se. What is that? What is that game about? So it's it's kind of like someone looked at all the popular mobile games and crammed ah, yes, all the game one. modes into one. So that that's, that was kind of the interesting thing about it. And when you first start off, like it's there's a lot to do. You can kind of pick your lane, the things you want to focus on, whether it's PVE. Arena's kind of broken PvP. Uh, but the ping kind of defines everything. And it's just this running around, dodging and waiting for someone to make a mistake. It's not really that fun. Um, I will say that they've gone through a massive controversial <laughs> period. It seems to be every mobile game I pick in the last three years does this, um, where they're getting review bombed right now. They're about 1.8 as of this morning. They were four and a half last week. Because um, the Taiwanese server has been out for a lot longer than ours, but it's kind of, you look at what happened on their servers and that's kind of the roadmap as to what's going to happen for us. But the the global devs keep changing stuff. So you guys know what a pity system is with Gotcha Games, obviously? Mm. Yeah. Yep. So the pity on the Taiwanese server was 60. And then about three weeks ago, they changed it on global up to 100, uh, which for this game is, is significantly worse because to max out a character, you need 12 pities basically uh which is insanely expensive it costs about two and a half three grand us to try even get close to maxing out one character if you have to rely on pities it's, it's really really bad yeah um because they need cards and everything as well to optimize them so that was bad and then yeah the the, the character was kind of tipped to be the pve god he was really really good endeavor on the Taiwanese server uh, they nerfed the absolute Christ out of him, but they did not tell anyone that they'd done it. So, you know, we've all pulled it. We're logging on that day, testing. He's dying where he was unkillable on their service. So everyone's kind of blown up that they, they've changed it knowing what everyone was expecting with absolutely zero announcement. So their communication's been really bad. Um, yeah, they're kind of using like an in-between dev just to copy and paste what's happened on the original server. And then they're making these minor changes worldwide. But all the changes have been in the interest of money. But I think I know why they're trying to do it because it's kind of broken as a system. If you get two particular characters, you can just annihilate the entire game's worth of content. So, yeah, it's in a weird place. The game is really fun. It's got a great IP, obviously. But, yeah, monetization-wise, they're really going full greed mode. Um, So then they had the craziest compensation today. They've announced that anyone that's pulled it every role that you've had at the end of this event up until now and the next two weeks as well, anything that you rolled, they will give it back to you, but you get to keep everything you had at the end of the event. So imagine buying like uh, orb after orb after orb after orb and Marvel Strike Force for a month and then they just gave everything back to you for the in-game currency. All right. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, so I think, so I think that's broken the game because they haven't realized it I, yet, but yeah. I played it for like a week and a half and I, I reached a point where I said to myself, I think I'm just burnt out with mobile games in general. Like it's yeah. just, I think I've just hit that point where they don't do it for me anymore. But I think the number one thing that I've noticed is that <clears throat> 
every one of these games, it's no longer about is this a fun game? It's mm-hmm. there is a ramp up period and they're all built and designed the same way to make it fun at the beginning of the game. But then you get like three quarters of the way through it and you feel that hard wall that they put in that game, mm-hmm. the, the hard paywall. And I just think it's shitty that they're all gunning to just dig deep into people's wallets and they know how at this point in time there's enough research and studies to show like people that have FOMO and addiction problems yep. will just go all in on it and it's it's crazy to me how that entire genre of gaming has evolved into a straight up fucking just, just they, they just are bleeding money out of people you know I mean or they're, they're sucking money out of people and it's uh it sucks because I I started on Summoner's War so many years ago. And I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that game was somewhat pay to win at first. But I mean, I didn't really throw too much money into it. And I had a fucking blast with that game for years, you know. But I can't say the same about a lot of other games out there, especially like Strike Force and um, Contest of Champions is another one, for example, where it's just people just throw so much money into that game. I can't yeah, believe hearing, hearing that you have to put two to three thousand dollars for a character is I mean that's if you want any, to max it. Yeah. Yeah, for any for any development team sitting down and strategizing how to build out a system like that, and mm-hmm. they know full full and well that that is like the way that they're gonna, you know, paywall it. That's fucked up, man. And it's just get it's get it's out of hand at this point. And I don't want people to I don't want the government to come in and step in and you know Yeah uh mess with this kind of stuff but man it's it needs some kind of regulation honestly yeah they're gonna have to i mean it literally is the most profitable um market of gaming now like i mean it's it's in the uh close to hundreds of billions now i mean you look at games like uh genshin impact made a billion dollars by itself in its first 12 months wait just say it again so genshin impact has already crossed one billion dollars revenue that's insane. Yeah, it's not even a like, year. I think it's like eight months, maybe. It definitely hasn't been a year. Uh, that's insane. And that, mm-hmm. and I think that that, it's funny because I mean the game is straight up a ripoff, Breath of the Wild. Um, that's that's crazy, dude. I, I guarantee you that the the team that put that game together did not expect that to be the case. Hundred percent, they didn't. But yeah. I mean, it's I think it's probably the best done version of this because. If you truly don't want to spend money in that game or you just want to buy one character and then ride that to the yeah. end, you absolutely yeah. can. And there's enough to do daily uh, where you're not gated by stamina. I mean, yep, it's not perfect. There is still some walls that you hit that are pretty hard. But honestly, that has hours of content daily if you want to. I think Genshin Impact is the best version. And anything that's like if they did Marvel Genshin, which we're kind of hoping Future Evolutions is, that's enough for mm. me to say I'm going to play the crap out of that game. Yeah, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping that uh, I mean we've talked about mobile for a bit, but like the and, and I know we've said this on the podcast before, but like Future Revolution is like the next game that I'm like going to be diving into, making content for. We're going to be talking about it again. We're gonna that's when we're going to open up, I guess, our Marvel gaming uh, segment. I think we're just going to call it. We're just not going to call it um, you know specific to Future Revolution, but we're just going to keep it you know Marvel gaming in general, just because I think there's a lot coming out that we'll get into about all the games that are coming out that are Marvel related. But um, I really hope that that game succeeds and I hope they don't pay wallet 
too much. Because I, I I know it's expected. It's net marble. They're gonna do it. But just a matter of is it limited to skins? Because if it's limited to skins, um, I'm perfectly okay with it. But I just hope it's not like you know. Oh, you you have to. I just hope it's not like strike force level mm. types of gated. But I don't know. I didn't think that future fight was that paywalled, but I didn't play future fight in the end game. I only played mm-hmm. it like casually for on and off for a couple of years, so I don't really remember how that worked out. But I'm really hoping that um, that game is as fun. And I'm I don't know. Have you heard anything about a release date? I, I heard like maybe this year it's coming. So, so. Uh, the 29th of this month, there is going to be some kind of an announcement that. Um, is going to be worthwhile. They're basically running a 24-hour streamer event, which you guys should absolutely join in on. We're signed up, but we have no idea what is actually going on yet. Yeah. Um, to go back real quick, well, one point there. So Future Fight, let me say this. A lot of people hate how monetized it was, but I will say that what I loved about their monetization strategy, if you were a whale, is you could see what you wanted and just buy it. So, for example, the equivalent of getting a maxed out like level 70 in Strike Force. You could pay you a hundred bucks and you had it. You just got it. Yeah. And then if you wanted to apply the red stars to it, it was like hundred bucks done. Like it was whatever it was. It wasn't random chance. It was just, you got it. So it was old school monetization. It was way overpriced, but at least there was no randomness to that part of it. There was loot boxes in the game, but you could go around that. And then like once a month, I think they gave the community one of those instant upgrade tokens of each type as well. So you could take one character straight up to max level, one character straight up to max boost, like Red Star equivalent. So, uh, and it was a, a genuinely fun game as well. I just got into it too late. That's the only reason that I didn't keep going because the I was way too far behind to compete then. Yeah, I, I did started, the same thing. I started playing Future Fight thinking that it was Strike Force for a day. Like Audrey, my friend had told you? me about Strike Force, and I went and downloaded Future Fight, and I was like playing it for the full day. And he's like, "Where are you, man?" And I'm like, "I'm looking for you in game, but I can't find you." And I ended up taking a picture and sent it to him. He's like, "Yeah, you're on the wrong game, dingus." So I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, man. But it's uh, I'm you know, fingers crossed. And they've been putting out a lot of content. Like I know that we're a part of that that Discord. That's um. Discord that uh, Thorn Seven and Wolverthor are part of as well, mm-hmm. which I'm actually kind of excited for. We did sign up for the um, the streamer event. Uh, I just haven't heard back from those mods about what that specifically means for that. Yeah. So we'll see um, all that fun stuff. Whether or not that's just talking about the game or just like having discussion about it, I don't know. We'll see. That's in. Uh, that's tw- you said the 29th is when that is. 29th. That's all I know. Uh, apparently they've allocate. They're going to allocate times to each streamer that signed up, but. I mean, we haven't even got confirmation that we are, so I have no idea, mate. All right, well, just keep keep an, uh, an idea or an idea. Keep uh, keep a lookout for the Discord. Or I guess we'll put an announcement there for us, or if you guys get it too, let us know, and we'll put it in our Discord too to, to spam out to everybody. Definitely. For that so, Crown, uh, what are you playing? Uh, World of Warcraft. Surprise, surprise. I know. I'm addicted, man. I, I'm straight up addicted. I. I was telling Charlie earlier, Vash earlier, that I I became raid leader for one of the ten mans in my group, and it's been it's consumed me. It's been a lot of fun. It's kind of I, I I definitely miss the wild banter, like the the shit talking and the um blaming the hunter constant. Yeah, yeah, like the constant like competition, internal competition, friendly competition, and uh trash talking i don't know i i, I forgot I, I love shit, shit talking people in game so not, not not in like a kill yourself kind of way i'm talking like you know very uh 
yeah like you were saying blame the hunter or blame the priest get good. or get good yeah like yeah that's the that's the one right there like whenever somebody pulls threat off me even though i know they're being an idiot they're they're just like hey can you just like get good at tanking please like but uh so that's been a lot of fun yeah leroy jenkins is right man i am leroy jenkins that's, that's what i do i'm a pa- prop paladin so i just run in and leroy the shit out of things but i've been playing that and uh what else i, I was playing uh actually so i since Ashy uh, was doing his other, uh, what does he call it? Beer, the, the beer cast or I don't know, uh, game, the game of the beer, game of the beer. Uh, once he showed me about this parsec.app application where I can actually, my buddy and I can sync into each other's computers and play games together. We've been going back and playing uh, some old school games and we like, we were playing secret of mana together the other day on super Nintendo. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a nostalgic title, you know, we blew mm-hmm. through it real quick in like a day and a half. And then we were playing uh, Champions of Norath together, which is like an old school. I want to say it's like a Diablo-esque version of uh, EverQuest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they took like EverQuest lore and they turned it into a Diablo game. And it's tons of fun. It's, it's a very classic game that we played a lot when we were younger. And it's been cool to like be able to, you know, kind of have like a nostalgia throwback trip and play that. But Kinda. I mean, we we have everything on farm in in WoW. So I mean, we're in tier four right now, and it's like there's like not much to do. So now that I've pretty much beat the shit out of the content that's in the game, you know, it's on like a I'm not as addicted to it. So I got to go back and actually beat Resident Evil Eight a bunch of times and start <laughs> trying to get my platinum trophy that I claimed that I'd get before you and haven't even <laughs> tried to get. You you got you got time because I still have one left and I just can't I can't. You just don't want to do it. I, I it's not that you it. can't finish it. I feel like it's a it's a motivation factor that you don't want to finish it because if I was sitting here doing it at the same time as you, you'd be like, oh fuck this shit. I gotta I gotta do 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 do. Yeah, um, exactly. Got to beat Krondo at it. So, but now yeah. since you're just like, ah, oh, I'm not gonna get it. I'm like, that's no. It's just wait. No I'm gonna get the bug, and then all of a sudden, I'm just gonna creep up on you, and you're gonna be like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta get form real quick. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I've been playing. I, I plan to play that. Following that, once I beat eight a couple times, I'm 100 percent about to pick up Demon Souls because I picked it up the other day, and nice. uh, I found a used copy at Best or at a uh, GameStop. And I was like, wow, okay, that's a rare sighting, I believe. I can't believe people will pay $70 for a game and then return it or take it to GameStop and accept $22 for a game. And then they turn around and sell it to me for $62. Like, eat a dick, GameStop. I hope that, yeah, I just don't understand how that company works and how they stay in business. But uh, I guess Stonk, it's because they're the only ones. bro. Stonks. Stonks, yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. The company was about to go down, right? So we have we have nothing but ourselves to blame for that. We one. have nothing so. but Wall Street bets to blame for that one. And uh, speaking of, I've completely recouped all of my uh, losses from GameStop. So nice. Oh, snap. Yeah. So that whole like uh, when I was on and you were at, and you guys were asking me like, oh, how much did you lose? And I lost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never sold because I got busy and forgotten. So I still have everything. So I've recouped everything. You probably made a bit on AMC, too, if you bought some of that. Uh, Yes, (laughs) quite a bit. Very much so. (laughs) So bought in at uh, $6 for AMC. Mm. Wow. Okay. Did you really? Mm -hmm. And a few options. Yep. And then it's about to reopen, too. So, man, you're going to. Yeah, you've done well. And uh, I'm just I'm just hanging out at this point. So just 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 be like out. 
Might as well. Just uh, made a I cool no like five figures off of that one, probably. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Not um, bad. Not bad. Uh, I've been pl- actually playing um, uh, a couple of games real quick, and I'll, I'll gloss over it uh, for the most part. And uh, one one of which I was very much um, looking, wasn't expecting to play, but I've had a lot of fun since. My A good friend of mine pretty much convinced me to get Ratchet and Clank, the Rift Apart. Oh, yeah. And that game is phenomenal. It looks like, amazing. To the, to the point where like, I love playing... Um, games in 60 frames a second on the ps5 just because i just love the 60 feel for console gaming i'm actually playing that game in fidelity mode at at 30 and the game is just gorgeous Mm -hmm. and i've never had a game play that well without hiccups that just looks incredible it's just i forgot how fun those games are i've just like yeah it's 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 cutesy i don't know how you describe it. it's not like cartoony or childish but it's just like it's just good wholesome fun um, that just has like a lot of charm and character to it, and so if you're if you're a fan of something that's like fun, I mean, in the game, it's not like that hard of a game, and and I think it's like maybe ten hours for the whole stuff. What, um, but oh, okay. it's just very, it's just uh, it's good. You know, I, I looked up like the platinum trophy route, um, and I can get the platinum trophy in like fifteen hours. So I'll, of course I'll you did. Of course you. Every did. game, you... I, I always look up platinum stuff. Always, I can't, I can't. That's, you, I mean, that's how you... the overachievers was born. Because Would you play a game based off how easy it is yes. to platinum the game? Yes, hundred percent. Even I if have. the game itself sucked, <laughs> it's cheap stats. I've def, I've definitely, I've definitely purchased games for like a dollar just because it was an easy platinum trophy. <laughs> I've de- it's like, I beat this game, please, somebody just beat it. I, I have definitely padded. I have definitely padded my platinum trophy uh, account because of that. I think there was one that was just like a uh, forget which one. It was like a bubble bobble, uh, like. Re, uh, something it was like an arcade thing that's just like play the game for an hour and you get a platinum trophy definitely done that <laughs> definitely definitely have done that so I'm playing Fishing that um, plats. Uh, still playing uh, Mass Effect which is great I'm still in Mass Effect 1 I just haven't had a lot of time to, to work um, and then there was one other game that I was playing I'm trying to remember what it was off the top of my head it is not coming to me at the moment um, oh Greedfall it's what it, there was like a um, it was a free on PS Plus, so I like I downloaded it, never really played it, and then um, I played it on stream for a little bit. But then I've been just like logging in here and there. It's fun. So, but um, and then I can't really talk about this one too much, but I can say that I am playing. Uh, I got into the New World Alpha, so I'm playing Ooh. that. Um, has, potential. has potential. Okay, is that there? Is that Amazon's MMO game? Yes, uh, I, I okay. canceled my pre order okay. on that one. Ooh, uh, I the last beta sucked, right. and then retribution for canceling Lord of the Rings. Mm. Yeah, I wonder why they canceled. Did they say why they canceled the Lord of the Rings MMO, or just they just said it was just too expensive? Foster clock in regards to uh, development. They had apparently uh, massive bro culture uh, up in the management, and they were just absolutely griefing the dev team consistently. Uh, is the rumors out of there? That it was just a horrible culture. Everyone hated what they were doing. They missed every milestone. Uh, so then they just put it on the boys who were actually doing the coding. Uh, and yeah, it just sounded like a mess. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But um, I know I had paid for a new world a while ago. So I was just like, ah, keep it. And I was playing uh, Crowfall for um, a hot minute last week because uh, it is a fun game. I know I think I mentioned, uh, mentioned, uh, messaged you about it, Chew. Um, mm-hmm. That's a fun game, but it's. Um, I don't know if it's um, 
free to play going forward or if it just has like a you know a freemium type feel to it um that's just a quick it's a fun game just to pick up and play but um i think uh it just the i watched a few of the like previous beta um releases for new world and with uh how i'm seeing the game play now i'll probably stick to my my pre-order and then just try it out so i mean i already paid for it a while ago so i might as well just hold on to it might as well just try it out might as well try it out i mean it's um, fun it's fun right i mean that's the whole point of playing it reminds right yeah i mean it's like action based mmo and i kind of like that and it's just um I don't know. It reminds me of like Guild Wars a little bit, but like also I don't know if you guys ever played Darkfall yep. in terms of like how skill based stuff uh, levels up. Like I was a big Darkfall player, and um, it just kind of reminds me a lot of that. So it, it kind of like really you know the more you use your sword, the more you use your shield, the, the better at it you get. So it's just about it's in one hand it's it's nice because it's you can focus on things you want, but it's also at the one on the other hand it's tedious because then he's like, Oh, I want to be a mage now. I have to level my fire magic. Yeah. Great. Um but still it's just um I'm sure there's you know lots of different things that they're doing. But they've it sounds like the they've overhauled like the, the UI system and how the combat feels. Um, it feels good and it looks really good. So can't can't complain about that. But uh, I will probably be playing that in um uh Back for Blood and uh battlefield when that all comes out so but with that um let's dive into i know we're already half an hour in but let's dive into this week's topic of e3 there's a lot of stuff announced like a lot of stuff was announced and before we get into um all that i will have to say i absolutely cannot believe that the battlefield trailer put in the uh jump out of the jump out of the jet and blow up the yeah. other jet rocket in the trailer like i don't know if you guys have ever played a lot of battlefield one up but like battlefield was like my shit like i 2042 or i'm sorry 20 uh, 1942 was like the, one of the first games i got i was played on pc it was amazing i love battlefield it was like my is my go-to game battlefield 3 was like so ridiculous and battlefield bad company 2 was just absolute so much fun and it really hasn't gotten back to that game in a long time but i am very much looking forward to playing Battlefield uh, 2042, and that's probably going to be. I keep saying there's going to be a lot of games I'm playing. I'm going to be playing that game a lot. I'm very you're much be looking forward to playing the shit out of that game. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Did will you be. see you the, play uh, in that game? <laughs> probably. <laughs> the Russian dude that invented that move, the bailout of the thing, get the rocket launcher, pump the guy chasing, yep. and then get back in. Uh, did you see his reaction to the, that in the trailer? No, I did uh, not see one it. One of my no. favorite reaction videos on Twitch this week. Because like it was it's his move, right? And he's wanted it yeah. back ever since. And when he saw it in there, he just lost it, man. Definitely worth a watch if you're um uh, a fan of that maneuver. Yeah. I forgot the the actual name uh of it. It starts with an R. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Um it's uh, but it's very I don't know. That looks insane. It just looks like, you know, it looks like pure battlefield and the every gameplay looks a lot of fun and i just had so much fun with that series but anyway so uh what do you guys think of the e3 announcements and everything like that there's a lot of good stuff announced no chef there's a couple of things that you're interested in and oh yeah Q, before we started recording you had uh, some hot takes about uh, microsoft uh, or, or that sort all that sort of stuff yeah it was a, it was a weird old expo in the sense that i think like many things like tv shows or gaming just all through 2020 2021 that we've got such a hunger for content i think a lot of us thought e3 was going to be much more but it seems to be the same story of 
all the really, really, really big launches are still going to be 2022. So, yeah. uh, but Microsoft absolutely won this event. Like, I mean, them, yeah. Nintendo a close second, and yeah. then probably Ubi, I think, in third, and then just a cliff after that. Um, yeah, no, it was some really great trailers, but the problem is it's all trailers. It's, it's that trend of let's announce the big thing or let's do a big cinematic set piece to show you we're still working on something and like maybe three, four seconds of gameplay, that's it. So, so many of these games, I, I, I really want to see what they are, but I have no idea what they are based on what we saw at E3. They're building yeah. up the hype on them, you know? It's, 100%. It's like, I would say that probably 70 to 75% of those trailers were all cinematics. There was no gameplay in any of them, except for Nintendo's. Nintendo, every game that they announced had a had gameplay in it. Um, mm. Well, which, every, every Nintendo trailer for the last, like, five years has been exactly the same. There is... A cut shot with a guy standing on the top of a mountain and it slowly drifts back showing the grass physics. There is a guy slow walking through a town, right? Uh, with people <laughs> walking past on the street. Like it is literally the same trailer over and over again with three or four little reveals. Like if, if you look back wrong. at them, it's 100% the same. I actually, I thought Square was probably the worst one. One of the worst ones. They are having a year, man. Like if you really think about Square Enix's reputation, say 18 months ago versus now completely different. yeah yeah they they well we'll just go ahead and dive into this one and this because i i made a, i made a list of of like eight or nine games that i'm really excited about and this was on the list but i don't know that it's so much excitement as it is to see whether or not they can actually adapt to the giant fuck up that is marvel's avengers but huh. they did the trailer for guardian marvel's guardians of the galaxy right mm-hmm. and at first glance I don't like it. Like, first of all, it doesn't seem multiplayer oriented at all. No, it's single it's player. Not, yeah, it's it's single player, which I'm all for is, that. You're all for that. I'm all for that because it's by this. It's by uh, Edios Montreal. So it's the same people who made Deus Ex. Yep. And gotcha. I fucking love Deus Ex. Me too. Like, I it is Deus Ex is probably like maybe my second or third favorite game series of all time behind Assassin's Creed, and they've just done a stellar job i was wondering if they're going to do a deus another deus ex but then they i guess like after they did uh human revolution they switched to this and i'm like that team is so good about detail oriented stuff there's going to be so much thing so many things populated in the um guardians of the galaxy game that like instant pre-order for me like when i heard those edus montreal instant pre-order so do you think do you think that it's going to be a Mm -hmm. overall much better game than marvel's avengers Considering that it's not, um, or they're not dynamics, really, yes, they, they probably maybe they're not even comparable. Considering that they're not comparable. Okay. Well, gotcha. I think there is I mean, a correlation. Mar- if you look at the first ten hours, which is the fun part of Marvel's Avengers, which is the story, the campaign, when you basically yeah. are playing it like a single player campaign, I think that yeah. that's basically what we're looking for here. But it's such a weird choice to have an ensemble comic. Like it really is like five characters tell a story, um, but we're only playing a Star Lord. Yeah, that's weird, right? Like, that's I can't a, play as yeah. Drax, or I can't play as, you know, Groot or something like that, you know, or Gamora. It's it's maybe it's like a team-based thing, kind of like um, Dragon Age Origins or something like that, you know, like where you have them all in your in your stuff. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but apparently it looks, you it looks, only uh, control him. And then apparently you might, like, you know, tap a button and call an assist, kind of Ultimate Alliance style. Seems to be the way that they've described it. Um, it's weird. It's a, an interesting choice, and very much the comic guardians as well. So, like people who fell in love with the movie versions, 
some of these characters are going to be very different to what they expect. Well, they wanted that, right? Like they didn't want Chris Pratt comedic Star Lord. They probably wanted a little bit more, a little bit more serious. Maybe I don't know. I don't know actually because I didn't read the comics, so I wouldn't know. But I'm assuming that in that regard, Chris Pratt's pretty much a goofy dude. So maybe they wanted to kind of navigate a little bit away from that. Maybe, but either way, um, I will be playing this game 100, percent and um, just because I love that that studio, and I know everyone's like mantra is like no uh, no pre orders, but like my money pre ordered if I really enjoy like, the game studio. I mean, I, I say that for um, uh, why am I blanking on the name of the the company who's the worst company? Um, EA. That's what. Like, I'll, I won't pre order like as much as I want Battlefield. 24G, I'm not pre-ordering that game. Um, I'm going to wait probably a week until after it comes out, and then I'll probably buy it because it'll probably be on sale for 50% off. But, you know. So um, can I go yeah, ahead that, and talk about the game that they announced that I'm the most excited about? No, you're not allowed. No. Uh, Chew, what are you... I'm just cutting. You can go for it. Go. I mean, everybody that, that listens to this show will already know that when they I think everybody Elden tagged Ring, you on Discord, yeah, I think, is yeah, when I popped up. Yeah, I got a giant nerd boner when I, when I watched the Elden Ring trailer because... It's basically everything that a from software fan wanted out of it. And it's it's I think it's very telling of a game studio that actually produces quality games because mm-hmm. that game is going to come out complete and it's not going to be DLC this DLC that in, in app purchase. They make these games and they make them fucking challenging because that's what the that's what the fans want. They want that game to be hard. They want it to be stunning and it looks amazing what I'm most excited about is the fact that uh, George R. R. Martin had something to do with the storyline. Like, I'm actually intrigued because Dark Souls doesn't have a storyline, really. Like, I mean, there is a storyline, well, but yeah, it's they, it's vague. You know, it's not really like the main overall part of the game. Like, yeah, I mean, there is a storyline, obviously, but you kind of have to go digging for it. Bloodborne and Sekiro had a stronger story than any of the Dark Souls games. Three was the game that had probably the strongest storyline. Because, I mean, two is a very disconnected game, and one is just, I, I don't think, I mean, there, to me, there's like no storyline in one. But mm-hmm. um, that's the thing that I'm most excited about, is like how this this interacts. And, I mean, there's like, apparently they changed the weapon, the the, the skill weapon system to where like, you know, in, in originally in, in Dark Souls 1 or 2 or even 3, like if you wanted to do a... Like the great sword would have a different uh, heavy attack from the two-handed mace, or you know the, the rapier would have a different special attack from this weapon. Well, in this game, they're gravitating a little bit more towards what Sekiro did, where you can level up certain skills and use those weapons to utilize that skill. So it's they're kind of branching out and making it a little bit more. Um, I want to say progression based to where you actually have to like spend time, you know, acquiring souls and leveling up to do certain abilities and techniques. And apparently they're doing a little bit more of an emphasis on making the magical combat a bit better, which is I'm always a fan of because in Dark Souls, that's like kind of a harder, more challenging run than in previous games. And uh, in three, the spells were insane compared to two or one. One, the spells are like, uh, it's, good luck, dude. Um not a, not a good run not a fun run but um overall i mean they, they've got they got mounts in the game now like you can ride your horse up a mountaintop jump off of it and just slice a group of monsters like the game looks fucking sick and i cannot wait to sink my teeth into it now that you have a ps5 you can now that i have a ps5 i can yeah i can pre-order this bitch 
which they can. I think this is another game that's going to come out in 2022 because they didn't they didn't say anything about any. Release it's January really. 2022. Uh, yeah. Oh, so they did say it's January. They did. Yeah. So I'll I'll be curious to see if they get to it because I mean they went from announcing it and then disappearing into the ether. So I mean just coming out now and then announcing something inside six months, I'll be surprised if it holds to that date. But I agree with you. It's got probably the best chance of anything we saw in those trailers at E3 that wasn't Nintendo of coming out complete. Yeah, which which I'm excited about, man, because like I it's it's. Something that's been bothering me with a lot of these games, like Marvel's Avengers, prime example, Fallout 76, uh, you know, they have the like, what do they call it? Like the no man's sky effect or whatever. But yeah. it's it's becoming a, a trend in a lot of the uh, dude. Wasn't uh, cyberpunk a little bit like that where it wasn't really like there's a, a lot of bit like that. Yeah, there's a lot of like that. <laughs> it's the you it, still haven't it's, played it. It's the yeah. new bar to where, you know, they they want to just push to release these games and they don't care if it's not complete because they're like, people will buy it. Oh, they'll, they'll come back to it. You know, the hype is so real. Like, who cares if they, you know, continue playing or not? As long as we get to sell the, the sale of it, then, you know, whatever. But I know I, I the guy, what's his name? Like, Hideo, I, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to try Kojima? to say his name. The creator of, yeah, the creator of these games. But he just, something about the his touch, man. Like, he makes quality video games i cannot wait to sink my teeth into this game and have like three panic attacks over it yeah looks uh it looks pretty insane i'm very much excited to also play that because i I still have dark souls to play um on ps5 i just been locked in so many other games at the moment but i'm definitely gonna get that i'm gonna get this um one game it seems like there's a lot of exclu- I'm just going down, like going through the list of all the stuff. There's a lot of like, you know, Xbox slash PC exclusive games on yep. this. Is, it, yeah, is, like- is this gonna really like? Man, I really don't want to buy an Xbox, but I might have to. No, they you don't. If I want to play. Power- no, you don't now. They made it. They made a power move by buying Bethesda. Like that's really what it's all about. There's so many. Yeah, I know. I, that- I, I guess I could just play it on PC. But- yeah, no, no, you can uh, play it through your TV. That's the big game, Evil Plan for 2022. They announced it at the start of E3 that they're basically releasing like a Chromecast-style plugin, and they are saying that they think they've got the Stadia-style tech right. So you're going to be able to play anything that's on Gay Pass, what? on mobile, through television. I think the ultimate fuck you move is going to be when they release it on my Sony Bravia. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so you're saying, I had you're saying not that heard it, that. You're saying it Chromecast like off of your PC. And so you they're saying that on. any TV that comes out from now on, they're basically negotiating yeah. with all the manu- manu- manufacturers that they're going to have built-in um, facility to do it. But for the people that already have TVs, obviously you need something, right? So if you've got an Android um, UI TV like I do, it'll just be built into things like Google Play. But otherwise, they're going to release this sort of chromecast plugin that'll allow you to do it. And just controller straight into Wi-Fi, straight through the TV. So that's oh my so you, you don't necessarily need that. I think they've realized how much the chip shortage kind of boned how much they wanted to pivot to uh, Series X straight away, and now they just don't have to. So even they were sort of going, "You don't really have to buy an Xbox if you don't want to. We've got something coming for you guys." So yeah, watch yeah, this space, man. Because like, because it's because uh, they don't really sell the consoles at a profit like they're always the consoles are pretty much at a loss or just about getting games into people's hands but to have the game pass plus as well as the 
you know, I mean, I have a beefy PC, and I'm still trying to get a 3090. Still cannot get Dude, a 3090, like, seven months later. It's just insane. I can like, buy I need you it for, some I need it for work. crappy overpriced ones here, like the ones that are almost, like, spec down. They're that badly configured. We've got some here if you want them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I get desperate enough, I'll let you know. Done. But, uh, I mean, my 2080 Ti's are still fine for right now. But, um, yeah, it's just, um, it's, yeah, that's that's enticing to definitely be like, Oh, I don't need to buy an Xbox, but I could still do that. I mean, Games Pass is such a good deal. It's all it's almost worth just having the base. Was it five bucks a month, something like that, just for the basic Game Pass, or like ten bucks a month, something like that? Yeah, and then fifteen um, if you want the PC as well. So I, I mean, this literally yeah. does make it Netflix because all you need is the TV, and then you're good to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's the first one that'll it'll make that leap. It's just a question of, do they have the hardware? And let's face it, if anyone's got the budget to make this happen, it is Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And it's definitely, like, it's, I, honestly, I hope they do it just as a fuck you to Stadia, because um, I I like the idea of Stadia, but it's just the execution in the, in the games and just the pricing, it was just, mm. just not good. So, and I mean, I still have my Stadia controller, I still have my Chromecast 4K Ultra that came with it, but... Um, Maybe that'll be what I play Xbox games on. So, yeah, that'd be kind of go. fun. So, but yeah, with with a lot of those uh, exclusives, um, like the new uh, Arcane Studios, the guys who made Dishonored and Prey and all that stuff, have that uh, Redfall. Dude, um, that's actually number two on my list. The trailer for that game looked phenomenal. Honestly, like yep. if that game a lot of trailers. Now, if that game has the gameplay to back up the trailer. It looks like the storyline that they portrayed was fantastic. Definitely a game I would play, hands down. Like it had that like Borderlands meets vampire kind of vibe, and I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Yeah. With like RPG it's, elements, like it, it just looked dope. It's just interesting though that like yeah, I mean I like the um I like Arcane Studios a lot. Like Prey, I thought was like Dude. an underrated game. It's definitely Prey was such fantastic. a excellent game. Yeah, if nobody's um, did, did, did they they did the original Prey too, right? As as well, not Prey too. But like, I can't remember. I, I, I think I said to you guys before. My favorite trailer for all time is the trailer for Prey Two, which never came out. Yeah, I have to mm. go back. But like the original Prey was phenomenal. Yep. Uh, and the one that came out like the survival horror ish game, uh, still great. Just I like I went through. I beat the game. I was in my trying to run in my platinum for it, but then I got like distracted. Never did it. Uh, but they, like they had a bunch of DLC that came out for it, which is great. And it's always on sale. If, if, if you're ever looking to play a game that's just fun to play and just has a lot of awesome mechanics to it, it's great. But I was just I was just looking at the trailer for um, uh, Redfall, but it's just like it's literally everything is Bethesda Studios now. Yeah. So it's just wild. So. Uh, as you were saying before, Kronda, the the acquisition of Bethesda is is essentially like that is the home run that they uh, that Microsoft got because now they're just doing all these things and, and they're really having this powerhouse of um, Bethesda because you know outside of what um, Skyrim and uh, or Elder Scrolls and uh, Fallout, like I, I haven't really seen a, much of an exclusive title come out of Bethesda um, in a minute that wasn't like. Um, um, trying to like a like a new unique IP. I'm not sure. Well, let yeah. me ask you, that you guys this question: Who do you think is the Microsoft Studio that releases the next Fallout? Do they give it back to Bethesda for another run, or do they go back to the old school boys, uh, which is uh, Obsidian, because they own them too? Give it to Obsidian. 
Man, I hope so. 100%. I, I want that so badly. Do you guys play Outer Worlds? Uh, I did not play Outer Worlds. I watched a bunch of like um, I watched a bunch of uh, speedrunners play that game, which yeah, is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But I did not uh, have not done. It. Although they did, I, I did see that they announced. Think so? Yeah. I don't know. It's Was good. it on Games Pass? Is it on? It's on Game Pass now. Yeah. But if you want all the DLCs, I'm waiting to do another playthrough because July they've got the latest DLC coming through. I'm going to play the crap out of that. But Outer Worlds 2 is now announced at E3 as well. So, um, and I really hope Another that trailer. that was just the audition piece they needed to get it back because the the soul that they built into their Fallout games is what made Fallout what it was. And that soul kind of died a little bit in 3, you know, uh, went on to its deathbed in 4 and then just, you know, breathed the last couple of gasps. Dude, in, Fallout uh, New Vegas 6. was such a good game. That was Obsidian. Yeah, that was that was probably my favorite one out of the whole series. I don't know, either that one or three. I did like three, mm. but um, four was four was good. I mean, four was four was a good game. It just wasn't. Uh, it fell short in a few areas, in my opinion. But seventy six blew asshole. Like I was one of those people that bought seventy six the day it came out, and then you know read online that it's price dropped by like thirty forty bucks two days later, yeah. and I'm like, you got to be kidding me man i was saying boat dude it's actually in a good place now but i think you, you really want to play it with friends because it's 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 definitely that kind of mmo that if otherwise you're just wandering around by yourself in in nothing which is nice for a while but you, you get over it pretty quickly so i hope that happens and then avowed is the other one that i was really hoping they were going to have more about but that's kind of obsidian's crack at skyrim is what they're working on so we didn't see anything else from that e3 dude. about that has anybody have have they like made any notion that they're working on another Elder Scrolls game? Period, or are they just six, yeah, doubling six. down on? They announced oh, they it are. last year, yeah. Okay, so I, I I couldn't. I my, my buddy and I were talking about this the other day because we were thinking about like firing up Oblivion just because of how gangster of a game that was. And I'm like, man, I, are they ever going to make another one, or are they just like going to focus all their oh, efforts no. on yep. the MMO? No, it's uh, I mean, they're definitely gonna. They're, they're. It's yeah. It'll, it'll definitely be here. I wouldn't expect it for a, a couple of years. I mean, it's, it's going to be. They are going to Skyrim the shit out of that game, and so it's definitely going to be like their next powerhouse of gaming and whatnot. Um, probably for. I'd be curious to see what they do at launch, but you know, Skyrim came out what 2011, something like that, 2013, Dude. something like that. It was. It's been a long. long it's been out ago. for a long ass time, and it's and literally on everything. It on- literally everything you could buy i, I only i'm actually PC. surprised yeah i'm surprised it's not on my tesla is what how, <laughs> is, is what it is right now because literally cuphead's on my tesla but it's like i'm be, it'd be hilarious if that's if that comes to uh that at some point but it's definitely um i, I let them take their time with elder scrolls 6 because that's gonna be like i wouldn't be surprised if that's like the next uh crisis for your pc where it's just gonna oh, require yeah. like some insane sort of hardware to run it Dude, I um can't Especially with all the mods, it's just gonna be so good. There's such there's such good games, man. I just <clears throat> God, I, uh, like you ever play I, the Skyrim VR? Chew. Yeah, I did. It was surprisingly okay. I, I was expecting a lot of jank because it's like a last minute port. It's like, well, we've put it onto everything but smart fridges. I guess VR is the only thing we haven't <laughs> touched yet, right? I mean, it's no Half Life, Alex, with how much it's responsive, but it's not terrible. Like it, it feels pretty good with like the you know magic in one hand, sword in the other type playstyle as well. No, I was I was a- yeah. actually impressed. The Fallout version, not so much. 
Um, but yeah, yeah. No, the, the Elder Scrolls uh, Skyrim was pretty good on VR. Yeah, I, I constantly have Fallout 4 VR on my wish list on Steam, and like it never goes below 30 bucks. And it's I not worth 30 bucks. I can't. No, I just say, like, if it comes down to like 10 or 15, then I'll probably pick it up, but I'm not going to buy another another version of I spent like hundreds of hours in Fallout 4, so I wasn't, I'm not really going to tr- spend another hundreds of hours in Fallout 4 VR. A, because I get sick in VR, and two, it's just like, it's going to be, um, I don't know, I've already done all that I can in Fallout 4, but I just want to experience Fallout mm. in VR. I think it'll be fun. Well, maybe next year with the, uh, the new headsets being uh, full 4K for the uh, PSVR 2 and then the new Apple one yeah. coming in, apparently. Oh, sorry, Vive 2 coming in on 5K with OLEDs in each eyeball. Oh, man. It's hot. Heard- it's hot. It's uh, not a good time to switch careers. <laughs> I don't have nearly as much money as I did. And I just before. got you a pay so I can finally get a VR set. Yay. There you go. Well, definitely uh, to but, next, year. Uh, next year is going to be the year of VR. Yeah. Um, all over again, dude. I'll wait for it. PSVR 2, I will 100% pick up because I, I, I love, out of all the headsets that I, that I own, I think uh, the PSVR is still one that I super enjoy and the Quest is just still good. Like, I'll, it's just such a good yeah. pick up, go, bring with you. Um, I used to like bring my PlayStation and my PSVR with me on away jobs, and I just take the quest and I can just do Beat Saber. Mm. So can't go can't go wrong with a little bit of cardio while playing Absolutely. video games. Always good. Um, all right, anything else that um, really stuck out? I know there was the. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, there. I mean, obviously, I'm not like ending the conversation. I'm just saying, well, what's up next? I know for me, I'm curious about. Talking since we're getting into the Bethesda Game Studios uh, type stuff, I'm curious about Starfield. Yeah, it looks like Skyrim in space, I guess. But maybe they're trying to like combat like another Mass Effect. Like I don't know. It looks it looks interesting. Um, but I'm very curious to see what they what they do with it. So I don't know. What do you guys think? I think you nailed it. I think it's we're all kind of expecting Skyrim in space, right? And if I don't get a space kajit, like I'm not, I'm not pre-ordering it. Yeah, <laughs> space kajit. What if it's like a space lizard, or or or? A I space mean, that's mold. been done more, but I mean, yeah, I guess it's a, a good consolation prize. Yeah, I mean, because I would love kind of them to do the whole warhammery thing, right? Of saying, okay, well, we have Skyrim. Yeah. What if we just took that same worlds and the timeline, and we fast forwarded it, and basically you can see what dark elves would be like you know, thousands of years in the future. Um, I don't think they will, but that's what I would have really, really loved. But uh, yeah, I don't know. This space everyone's kind of going for since Star Citizen announced what it was doing and will never release, I guess. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm guessing it's going to be, yeah, pretty much a Skyrim uh, meets Mass Effect. Yeah, because I'm because uh, there's there's no announcements for another Mass Effect after Andromeda, right? As far as I know. Uh, no, they've they've basically announced now that they are putting teams back onto something. So uh, okay. EA acquired that sort of um, remaster specialist squad now. So they're the ones that are going to go through and remaster okay. all their old great ones so that way they don't have to put new resources on that. Uh, but they have said that there will be another Mass Effect going back to this universe and everyone's kind of talking that somehow Shepard's going to come back because they realize that it was Shepard and that crew was so much about what people fell in love with and want to see more of. Um, you know, I think Andromeda had a lot of potential because in the same universe, but they just butchered the 
the release. And again, the soul. They really forgot a lot of what made the first one so important. Yeah, I mean, I I still enjoy it. And the game still looks great. Um, bugs aside for it, if you can get past it. But, like, I mean, if you ever want, like, a, a good 60-hour game that's, like, 10 bucks, like, I mean, I think I see always see Andromeda on sale mm. for, like, $7 on PlayStation. Like, you can't go wrong with it, so... Oh, Very curious sure. to hear. Well, I got the uh, the EA Origin Pro. I wasn't gonna get it, but there was um, it takes two, and I think it was something else that was enough. There's like, a, well, if you bought those two games, it's still less than an annual uh, EA uh, subscription, right? So um, mm-hmm. where I normally wouldn't play Battlefield, now I will, uh, and obviously that falls under there as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that I mean, like you said before, everything's like just trailers and announcements. I'm wondering if like you know everyone being the past year has probably just affected everyone's um, development teams for you know being locked down and coronavirus. So I'm assuming like like with all this stuff coming out in 2022 or at least whatever, uh, we'll get we'll get more details I guess next year or even probably. I mean I wouldn't be surprised if these all these games that are being announced are just you know hey December 2022 and then like oh hey 2023 2024. So yeah, um, we'll see. Um, what did, uh, what all came out from Ubisoft? I know we're, I'm very curious to get into Nintendo because, uh, I did not look at anything regarding Nintendo. So I'm actually curious to hear what you guys think, but Ubisoft, they just really had what they had, um, an avatar game and then they had another watchdogs. I want to say, uh, I didn't I see know. anything for watchdogs unless it was DLC. They've got the Valhalla stuff still coming out very shortly. They've got mm-hmm. the right on siege of Paris is on its way. So they delayed the last couple of DLCs, trying to make that a bigger deal. So there's hope there. Um, Far Cry Six, obviously, is the big release they've got coming this year. So oh, that's what it was. More, not not more Watch story Dogs, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the Avatar one, there was absolutely zero gameplay in there. But um, I will say, if that game looks six, the environment anyway, sixty percent of what we saw in that trailer as good, it's going to be one of the most beautiful environment games I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I need to, um, actually, I see the trailer right here. I'm going to take a look at just the quick preview of that while I speak. I'm just literally scrubbing through it. Um, looks very interesting. I mean, yeah, if they stick to that, like, jungle environment for Avatar, it's just going to be, I don't know how they're going to dedicate resources to that, but, you know, I'm yeah. very curious to see how they do it. I mean, they, I will have to say that the environments in Assassin's Creed Valhalla are probably, like, some of the best looking environments on a console i've ever seen in a long time and like how they're able to render all that stuff fast and they've ubisoft has always been very good about environments and realistic looking Mm. literally everything gameplay aside it's still like they they just nail space right and you're (laughs) you have you have one of the greatest love-hate relationships with assassin's creed valhalla it's fantastic to like have seen the progression of your love disdain fondness like i don't know it's just funny to hear your progression of emotions your wide range of feelings on the game yeah but um yeah so i mean it looks looks wild and then they also had um what was it the they talked a bunch bunch of stuff with like the new rabbits or something like that with my with um i'm just looking at ubisoft's website now so mario rabbits sparks of hope uh yeah so did you guys play mario versus rabbits Nah, no, never played it, dude. You actually, you guys like XCOM, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Would you like a version of XCOM that has adorable characters and actually requires more strategy than XCOM? 
All right. I'm, Mario Rabbit. I mean, I, I shut him out. Surprisingly, surprisingly, a like a much better turn-based cover shooter than the XCOM reboot. Definitely better than XCOM. Or gameplay-wise, maybe better than XCOM 2. All yeah. right. Interesting. You son of a bitch. I'm in. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> think I would enjoy bitch. it, but no, I, I actually really cannot wait to play this. We talked about it a little bit on uh, our pod this week, and uh, I didn't realize anyone else liked this game, but fortunately, Hooch uh, is also a big fan. It is it is a really good turn-based co-op shooter and very slick mechanics, man. All right. I'll have to, say, I'll have to take a look. Is it Nintendo-based or? Yeah, I'm it's only on Switch. Yeah, for, only Switch, yeah. Well, my wife uh, has completely taken over her Switch because, I mean, it is her Switch. I bought it for her, but. If there's ever another like Switch Pro that comes out next year and then following year, who knows? I'll definitely um, or next gen Switch. I'll probably pick up another one and play it on that. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Um, Speaking of the Switch, can I talk about another one of the games that I'm super excited about? Mm-hmm. Go for it. Two. I've got two. So number one, they showcased Metroid Dread, which yep. um, I want to I want to give a uh, give a round of applause. Nintendo for not doing what every fucking game studio does and trying to make this game that everybody wants it to be and they're trying to like do the Final Fantasy 15 thing where they got to make everything so fucking flashy and over the top and they went back to the original way that Metroid was played like like Super Metroid and they made a better version of it and it looks fantastic mm-hmm. and I am super excited to play that because I am anybody that listens to me knows that I'm a huge fan of nostalgia like uh, throwback you know, retro games. And I'm glad to see that they took the original form of the game and made it better. And that's what I think myself and a lot of fans out there would like to see. I mean, don't get me wrong. The first person, uh, Metroid that they did on the GameCube, I think was the first one they did, or was it the Wii Wii that they released the first? Yeah, it was GameCube. I think it was Metroid prime, right? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, those were fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Like I thought they were great games, but I'm a, old ass gamer i just i would i'm i'm happy to see what i saw and, it, and i will buy that no questions asked i i hope that they all sort right. of put all the new mechanics in like i hope they really dead sells it like if they sort of bring in all those new mechanics that are just red hot right now in the metro uh sort of vibe it, it looks great yeah though. it's definitely one of my most anticipated now for sure and the other the other nintendo title well there's actually two more that, that they showcased but um mario party superstars I, I said this last year that one of my biggest disappointments was the fact that I my my best friend and I my actually two years ago my best friend bought me a Switch for Christmas so that we could play games together and we both bought Mario Party put it in and we realized oh we can't we we could we could yeah. play three mini games with each other we could play three mini games with each other you couldn't play like the actual let's play a game of Mario Party you know. And I thought that was the dumbest thing ever. And I have a buddy of mine that works for Nintendo. And we we both told him, we were like, dude, this is the this is 2020. Like, why is there not online playability with this game? You know, and that's one of the number one things that they boasted with Mario Party Superstars is that there will be full online capability, which yep. I'll buy it. No questions asked. I got I got to beat my friend. I got him and his girlfriend like they talk all kinds of shit about the last time we played it together, which was like two years ago and they beat me and I'm, I got to have my revenge, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm glad that they're going to be able to uh, pull that off, even though, you know, I don't understand why Nintendo has such a hard time with anything online. Yeah. They see, they oh, yeah. Seem to that's just, a very good question. 
they just seem to like fall short on anything that requires online playability. They don't, yeah, even, I don't, have, they don't even have Genshin Impact, do they? No. Don't know. They do have no, Fortnite, like, though. Oh, they finally got Fortnite. Gotcha. They, oh, I've they, had they, Fortnite. They, they're like the yeah. only company that doesn't have like good online playability, which is so weird to me, but um, that's their thing. Uh, the other one that I'm excited about is a throwback to a game from the Game Boy Advance uh advance wars like they're doing a reboot of one and two which that's just another one of those retro games yeah i mean it's just like one of those it's an old school game that i mean i was a kid when they came out and they're just like old school versions of um oh god how would i explain it um it's kind of like pokemon ish but a different style no it's not that's not really a good way to i don't know how to even compare it but um yeah i'm excited about it those those are some of the things i'm really and I've pretty much said everything that's on my list except for one game, which, I mean, I, it blew me away that they were doing this. This was the only one that Square did that I liked was uh, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, where they're basically making like a Dark Souls version of Final Fantasy. And Ooh. yeah, okay. and they actually showed gameplay. They actually showed gameplay in the trailer and it looks pretty baller. I'm not going to lie. Like, right. I'm, I'm, I hadn't even heard of this. Oh, I'm in it. I'm in it. Like I'm buying it. Like no doubt. I mean, that's that's a day one buy for me. All right, fair enough. Um, oh, apparently I've they actually... patched in online play to Mario Party on the Switch. I didn't know that. Oh, good to know. I haven't played uh, Mario Party in a while. That was like that's a big party game for us. Like we like whenever we have friends over. Yeah, um, well, fantastic. now that we can, now that people are you know things are starting to ease back up now. Yeah. Um, it's it's nice to we had friends over last night and they're like, oh, we should have bust out the Switch and done some Mario Party, but. Um. Uh, there's a game that uh is coming out that we've talked about in the past that actually has a release date of September 23rd, and I instantly bought it on PS5. Oh, oh, I know you're going with this. Oh, oh yeah, Diablo 2 Resurrection. Yep. Uh, okay. Yep. Why PS5? It's gonna be the most expensive place to buy it. Why do you think? Graphics. Oh, no, Platinum Trophies. Trophies! Yeah. Trophies, oh, trophies. bro! <laughs> of course. Why? I mean... He gets it for the trophies. Why? Because that's an easy plat? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, Diablo, Diablo 3 was not, Diablo 3 was was an, not easy an easy plat. plat what are you um, talking about, no. dude? It was not an easy plat. It was... You had to, like... The hardest part about that was just... Was, A, leveling up every character to 80 or whatever the, whatever the max yeah. level was on that game. Yeah. Um, and then doing the... Um, beating everything and going to max level... Um, to 80 on a uh, hardcore mode which i thought oh, it's always man. A, always i only good, play that but... game in hardcore mode dude that game is so easy but still, that's um, i have two platinum trophies diablo 3 and resident evil 7 okay <laughs> like that should tell you <laughs> i should tell you all you need to know about my opinion on how difficult it is to platinum diablo 3 fair enough Fair enough. There's a lot or of maybe grinding I just involved love with the that. game that much. I don't know. That's yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going to I'll probably I'm definitely playing it on um I mean, I'll probably play it on PC as well, but I, I definitely picked up on I just I don't know. I just like those um you know, isometric type games on a console. I don't know what it is. I just think it's a lot of fun. And they and I really felt that Diablo 3 on console was re- really well done. And so I was like, you know what? I I always like to vote with my wallet, and so I like, you know, this is what I want. I want more of this. Please give it to me. So let's try it. But um all right uh one game that i saw that i was like i had not heard anything about that actually had gameplay even though it didn't show ui and all sort of stuff um and i didn't realize this was sort of like an mmo at all was um babylon's fall 
Have you guys heard about this? No. Uh, What's that? Not much, really. It's kind of like, um, uh, it's from Square. It's kind of like, a, I wouldn't say an MMO, I guess, but I guess like games as a service is probably more of a, a good way of describing it. Um, it's going to be coming out on PC and, and PlayStation, um, but it looks, um, I don't know, it looks interesting. It just, it's, it's, it kind of has like the, um, it's kind of like a, I guess, I guess it's an MMO, action MMO, games as a service kind of thing. It's just like, um, medieval combat, that sort of stuff. Oh, speaking of, since we talked about it, uh, I've been playing a shit ton of Chivalry 2. I was going to ask you about that because um, I saw your Twitch announcements earlier in the week. Uh, if it was any good. Uh, it is. Hundred percent worth the forty bucks. I have not really? had so much fun in that game as well, I have. Steam sales now, like was... next week too, so I'm hoping a lot of these hit uh, sale this time. It's cross, not cross play. It's cross platform. Um, I definitely have a bunch of PC stuff in there. But it's a shit ton of fun, mindless um, uh, medieval siege uh, grinding. But it's just I'm just having a blast with it. Like, nice. It's just, it's just I've already maxed out all my characters. Uh, I'm just ha- I'm just having a blast. And now I'm just trophy chasing at this point. So um definitely definitely a fun game. I definitely would recommend it. That's um but um I'm sorry, I'm trying to go down this list and see what else we got coming up. Um Well Nintendo, we didn't talk about Breath of the Wild too. Yes, thank you. Oh yeah, so let's go down the Nintendo list because I didn't know I have not did not watch anything Nintendo related, so yeah, well, I, it looks interesting because if you watch the trailer and the fan theories are just rampant at the moment, there's a chance by the looks of it that you might actually be playing as a young Ganondorf. Young. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah, I'd be curious if they do it, like kind of give you the whole empathy for the uh, the villain type idea. I'm 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 down. I'm about it. I love when they do that actually because that's. It's a spin on on the on the whole storyline that you know a lot of people want to see, honestly. Because I mean, mm. there's two sides to every story, right? So I mean, maybe Ganondorf has a good reason for wanting to take over Hyrule. You know, that's it. I'm assuming it just you know looked in the future and just uh, wanted a piece of Zelda. Saw uh, <laughs> those people already it's up in simple there. Simple as that, huh? Yeah, it's just, he was the original Incel. He uh, he was the one that you know. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, You're not wrong. He just he couldn't get in her OnlyFans, and so he decided <laughs> I got to take over the whole world. That's it. He foresaw 2021. Just went burn it. Yeah. It's like, oh god, they're gonna um, be doing hot tub streams and okay, dressed as uh, as Link. That's good. Amazing. So good. Uh, Actually, I, you know, I saw one. I saw one person make a comment about Breath of the Wild too, and they were like, "Hey, can you please make?" Like keep the weapon system the same, but not make it so painfully tedious for people to have to farm new weapons. And I have to agree with that. That was my biggest turnoff yeah, with the yeah, game. Yeah. And I got it right. The point of the whole system was to make you utilize more than just one sword, right? Which that's cool. Like it makes perfect sense. But it was also dumb as dumb as hell that like I, you know, like farm weapons to use and like it would just break in the middle of using them. And I guess that's I like know. a whole part of. The- Part of the game, yada yada yada. But for me, yeah. not a, not a fan of that style. It's uh, it was fun. I enjoyed. It. I never I never actually completed the game. I did everything in the game except for like actually beating the end boss. I just didn't want the experience to end, and then I never finished it. So, um, so <laughs> did you I, never finish it. I mean, it was great. I mean, I definitely it was definitely one of those things where I took my switch to work um, and played it during setups. Like, I was, it was don't don't do that on set. Don't do that. Don't actually like take. Uh, gaming consoles to work and then 
play them when you're supposed to be paying attention. Not a good, not a good way to keep a job. Mm. But um, yeah, uh, anything else that's uh, that looks uh, good that came out at E3 for you guys? I mean, I'm there's, there's I'm surprised you didn't see the so Final much Fantasy more. one, man. It looks so dope. Well, they have like a square. Um, is it a Sony, a Sony thing coming up soon? I want to say right at the end of this oh, month or July or whatever they call it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to have their own thing. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more stuff like that. Yeah, uh, at that. Yeah, e- everyone's that expecting Final that. Fantasy Conference. sixteen something in the next yes. couple months because that was that was a big they, omission from the show. They, I think there's two. They, they I, I, I saw somebody mention that there might be a different show where they're going to release the trailers or talk about sixteen and seven two. We'll call it the second chapter of seven remake. Oh yeah. So yeah, because I, I think both of them are slated to come out. They said that 16 is supposed to come out next year, but I mean, they have shown no gameplay footage and they haven't been talking about it very much at all. So I'm inclined to think that might be a 2023 release, but, um, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Well, they had the the new episode with, take your time with, don't fucking rush. uh, Yeah. Well, they had the new thing with Yuffie that just came out too. the next chapter. So yeah, I haven't gotten it yet. It's $20. Um, I will not be getting that. I mean, I'll I'll get it if, it if it's like ten bucks, but I'm not gonna get it right now. So, but um, uh, let's see. I'm trying to. I'm looking at to see if they have anything about the next state of play. Which that's I a good don't. point. Why are the games called Zelda, but it's always a story about Link? Like that's Arcane actually a Park. really good point. Maybe it's because Zelda is like the controversial figure. Maybe I don't know. It's just um, she's the driving narrative force, I suppose. Like without the without yeah. her as a motivation, like what what would Link be doing if she wasn't a thing? Well, so is Link a simp? Maybe I, I reckon he definitely have like a pottery studio. Do you know what I mean? With the amount of like that guy just loves smashing the crap out of pots. I have a feeling like for sure he's definitely got a thing. He's, that guy, that's a guy that owns a kiln. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. Yeah, I think I, I mean he 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 uses an ocarina, and I mean he's actually a hipster in all. For all intents and purposes, I mean the way he dresses, you know, he, he kind of has that like retro vibe. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> chickens attack him, that kind of thing. Oh yeah, I can't no. see the S word on here, can I? Oh, I did the same thing on Astrid the other day. I completely forgot the new rules. What on Twitch? You're not allowed to say that. No, I yeah, say that. Not in fact, say I think that. I said the I word, which you're not allowed to say here as well. Oh, heaven forbid. I know it's there's one People. for A through Z now. Like wow. you're not allowed to say. Well, it's a good um, thing. It's a good thing we're not like uh, you know platform streamers so it doesn't really I, I they would never be able to exactly. figure that out i can i can pivot us to something wholesome if you want to go straight there um pokemon unite pivot are you guys pumped <laughs> wait what's that uh pokemon as a moba what oh dom did talk about this a while ago i missed this yeah i had no i definitely missed this so we've been waiting for it for ages but they actually showed uh so there's obviously a trailer up and then they showed a little bit of gameplay so the only wild card at the moment and this was kind of leaked out of the last beta is it's not just a flat moba like most of it plays that way but there seems to be some kind of like sporting mechanic that there are like balls and that you can pick up and throw them through hoops kind of quidditch style i don't really know how it works in yet but the gameplay that they showed of the different characters, like they had everyone sort of converging into a narrow hallway and a Mr. Mime basically threw up a barrier, which just trapped their whole team before they went ham on them. There's like Lucario ripping out a couple of big counters. Um, it actually looks really slick, but it's coming out on uh, Switch next month on in July. And then the mobile version will be September. 
I'll definitely play it on mobile. That's for sure. Dude, yeah. I will definitely try this out. Yeah, man. Right, yeah, check it out. So yeah, Pokemon Unite. Right. It's the, it it's the looks, new thing. It literally looks like League, but it's Pokemon. It's really League skinned. Like they no one's bushes, even trying to got- hide it, dude. Yeah. All right. If I can, if I can be Psyduck rolling around and or Bulbasaur, I'm I'm down with it. Man, 100. Like yeah. that's the beautiful thing is you can make like all the lol classes just copy and paste and rip them off because they all kind of fit a Pokemon some way. That's true. Oh, oh my, my god, this is actually hilarious. Snorlax yeah, I, is the tank. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. definitely so, gonna be. It's I all in there, man. Then I'm sure there'll be a Jigglypuff with a sleep mechanic and. I'm definitely uh, looking yeah. at I'm looking at a five v five matchup, and it's Blastoise, Venusaur, Gengar, Machamp, Lucario yep. against Charizard, Snorlax, Clefable, Pikachu, and Talonflame. I don't know who those. Two, yeah. I don't know. Who Lucario, and it's looking good. Are. Um, but I think you guys were sort of questioning something before that I have questions about as well. Is that how the hell is this going to play on the Switch version? Because their online formatting and playing with people that aren't already your friends is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's very. I'm very curious. I'm. I'm. Hmm. I mean, they gotta figure out matchmaking. I mean, that's. I mean, hopefully they've added some development to that. But this looks actually looks really good. You're right. It's just like League skin for Pokemon. Hundred percent. It's and literally that's a game that we needed and didn't know we needed it until they told us about it. And now there it is. Yeah. So now my question is going to be, how do you? How, how would you choose? Okay, I want to play Charmander charmeleon or charizard like how do you pick between the three of them i like do they do they go no no no, i I mean like but like what would be the like that's that's my question for this game is like how do they like what's the difference between the the different evolution or the evolved stages or do you start playing with one yeah do we start playing with one and the more we play that that champion it allows us to unlock like a further like the the evolved stages of them so like a veteran player would be able to play as blastoise as opposed, mm. as opposed to it's like somebody is playing as bulbasaur well see for me if they haven't just, done this and it doesn't look like they have it's a hell of a missed opportunity because you know how in like league and dota that they have that leveling progression like you actually have like levels yeah. three and four and then like you unlock your alt at like six seven or eight yeah. depending on those games like there are logical points in a match where you could just have evolutions and it's like some Pokemon yeah. are just the same all the way through and they just get progressively more powerful and ramp up. Others have these massive power spikes or based on your play style, you could choose to evolve or not evolve. Like there's so many things that they could have done with this that are awesome. Um, it doesn't look like they will, but I mean, we've seen so many different MOBA style games where, you know, um, there are different versions of that same character. Like, you know, it might be Kerrigan and then it's like, that's her as a, a Nova operative from Starcraft, and then they have uh, the brood version. You know what I mean? So there's so many different ways we can give them different kits for the same characters for the different evolutions. But I have a feeling that's not going to happen for a while. I think they'll do the major archetypes first, then they'll loop back around. Or what they'll yeah. do is skins that you'll be playing Charizard, but you could like just play it under the Charmander or Charmeleon skin. Um, yeah, and like some of the skins they've got already in there, it is hilarious. Like there's an outfit in there that's got like um snorlax with like a floaty uh device and stuff like that so I mean, there's a lot of like adorableness i think you can get out of it the part that i think is the best that is nintendo i think it's unlikely to have a lot of the big microtransactions outside of skins so that's encouraging as well yeah i will 1000 percent be trying that out 
Hebrew oh, yeah. will be I mean, there day one much- for both platforms. So come on board. All right. I mean, that's definitely going to be. I mean, as much as I really enjoyed Wild Rift, it got real sweaty real quick. So I stopped yeah. playing Wild Rift. So I need. I was looking for that, and then also, you know, rip the Marvel MOBA. That's never going to happen. Oh, Super War. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's officially yeah, not getting really, global now, right? Yep. Yeah. Only on Who's that, that Netties, right? So, I don't. No, I don't think it's Netties. I think it's I, somebody else. I, I think don't it's understand a what happened company. there. Like, why did they never push it out in the states? Uh, it, it comes down to like if they didn't get enough, um, uh, if they didn't get enough traction in the like the limited launch in the Philippines and whatever. Um, that's the reason why they didn't. Mm. But, um, well, the the, but, the oh, very first right, beta was not great. I yeah. I'm actually really excited about this Pokemon game. That that looks like fun, you know. Like I guarantee, and I and I hopefully it's it starts out like Wild Rift where there aren't a bunch of sweaty boys on there and sweaty girls, but like I think it'd be an accessible mobile. I think it's gonna be more like Heroes of the Storm. I have a feeling that they're gonna deliberately put in objectives on the map that are gonna force you away just from griefing the whole time. Like I have a feeling that there'll be other ways to win other than just um, you know smash. I hope face. they do that. I yeah. hope they do that because that's that's League's thing, right? Like League is a if you want to be a meta player, you understand that you need to actually do the objectives in League, right? But yep. the average person just brain deads out and focuses on kill, 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 kill. Yep. Let me just snowball and win the game, right? Which that's one way to play it, but in regular league, you can't do that. So in Wild Rift, that's what ended up happening is is that you just have people that would snowball win the game done. But um, oh man, this this I don't I, I I think I think what you're saying is right. They're they're probably going to make this less sweaty, or there's going to be people that are going to find a way to make it sweaty. But like mm-hmm. I think that they're going to make it more accessible, like you said, in terms of there's going to be a much younger audience that are playing this than what League is targeting. Mm. Yeah, I think it'll yeah. be like I'm, if they can make it like the Rocket League kind of level of accessibility, where like you, you can sort of bring that extra level of skill to it and really optimize it, but you know, a six-year-old could play at the same time. I think if they aim for that and pull it off, it'll it's got the potential to be massive. And it's Pokemon IP, man. Like, yeah, yeah. How can it not be good? Um, Super uh, who, Netties, who's bringing that? Way. Yes, yeah, yeah. I saw. Uh, who who is bringing? Who is developing uh, Pokemon Unite? We know. I think it uh, is Nintendo. Who's doing the mobile version there? That's a good question. Uh, Timmy Studios, T I M I Studios. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. They did. What was the other massive game that they did? Were they actually the ones that brought Wild Rift? Uh, I remember no, they did Call of Duty. Call yeah. of Duty. That's the Arena one. Thank of Valor. You. Arena Valor is actually a pretty big mobile game. Yeah, I like. I actually like. I played Arena Valor when it came out like years ago, so I was a big fan of that. So it's funny. That's uh, all Call they of, have. They have they Call, Call of Duty, Duty Street Cred. I mean that that port Dude, on uh, mobile for Call of Duty is exceptional. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I yeah. I played. I streamed that game for a while. Like when it first came out, like a year and a half ago or two years ago, I streamed that game, played it um, on my phone. It's just talk about a lot of fun with like a, a battle royale. Because I played that in PUBG on on mobile. Um, like I'll still pick it up and play it. It's just it's just they just knocked it out of the park, and it's fun and it's like not challenging in terms of like if you know what you're doing, it's not challenging. I mean, if obviously if you don't know what you're doing, it's hard as fuck but like mm-hmm. once you get the hang of it it's like it's easy just to you know stomp on people and just have a lot of fun with it and just it's just one of the most satisfying shooters on a mobile that i've played in a long ass time so 
Absolutely. If they're doing yeah, if they're doing Pokemon Unite, trailer. I'm all for it. Yeah, man. It looks so good. I know, man. It looks so good. We've been sweating on this since we first heard about it last year. And then when we saw like the actual gameplay, and now it's going to be a month away or less than. Come on, man. Get excited. I I yeah. will be joining you with you guys on that that one. We need to get we'll have a little uh little five v five crew. Heck yeah. I'll, I'll try to pull my uh switch away from my or my wife's switch away from her. Well you can play it on mobile. I, get I wonder, right I wonder, I wonder well, if, September. I wonder if mobile can play with people on Switch as well. Like it'll be cross platform. I hope it's cross progression as well, because I'd love to take my account and just pop it on over there. But I have a feeling because it is a different like dev porting it, it may not be the case. It depends on whether Nintendo has got the it's a name slapped on it for mobile. Do you guys plan yeah. to play it on mobile or Switch? Both. <laughs> Switch, <laughs> Switch for three months and then quick. jump ship. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I never use my Switch for anything. So, like, the fact that they're releasing games that I'm excited about on the Switch is something. There was actually another RPG that they, a JRPG that they announced that I'm not going to try to pronounce the name, but um, I'm excited about that. The Advance Wars game, Metroid, mm. Super, uh, Super Mario or super mario party it's not super mario party it's mario party and uh there's also a wario game that they announced of it and it just looks stupid but i'm also a huge fan of wario yeah Yeah. i like wario because he's like the most underrated uh i want to say villain in the mario world i don't know like i just find him to be absolutely hilarious and he never he doesn't get enough love yeah or waluigi i just think a lot waluigi is waluigi It's just like it's just ridiculous, in my opinion. It's just just silly. So uh, awesome, man. Well, I think uh, I think that covers a lot of the E three stuff. I don't know if there's anything that we're missing, but there's a lot there's a lot of stuff out there. Bethesda, I think, is just killing it. Like you said, Microsoft, I think, won this, um, and like won this event. Uh, granted, there was really no big Sony stuff because they have their own um, mm. conference that's probably going to be out later on this summer. I'm curious to see that. We'll definitely be covering all that too. So, uh, Chu, thanks so much for coming back and filling in for Ashy. Um, My pleasure. Very much appreciate it, man. Anytime, guys. Let me know. Thanks for yeah, dealing well, with the technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah random, all the, but all good. Yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't be an Overachievers Gaming Podcast episode if it wasn't some sort of technical difficulty. Yeah, it's literally. We should just call ourselves, you know, OG Tech Support. It's just the it podcast reflecting the state of gaming. That like bugs are just part of the show now. Yeah, amazing. Uh, so anyway, where can people find you, uh, your podcast? Uh, give us a little plugs for the end of the episode. Yeah, definitely. So we're getting back into the YouTube swing of things slowly. So youtube.com forward slash alternate reality. Uh, the podcast, alternate reality, uh, Podbean, Apple, uh, basically anywhere that you can find good podcasts. And then myself at Chewburger 84 everywhere. So Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, which I haven't been using much, but soon. So yeah, that's me. Yeah, all social stuff's tough. I take care of all that stuff, and I just always forget about it all the time. So it's right. harder to keep up on. Uh, it's just it's just so exhausting to keep up with it. Well, um, now that and, uh, now that you have a new job and you have time, we can sit down I and we can to. plan this out, right? We can, yeah. I suppose yeah, I'll, I'll have yeah. I'll have time to stream, work on the podcast, and all sort of stuff. I'm actually that's honestly one of the one things I'm looking forward to besides nice. being able to work out have a schedule to work out which i we'll, haven't had we'll plan on years. uh how to get you on tiktok with some dances Fuck. no uh you can find us on instagram at og.podcast or twitter's overachievers peer <laughs> websites ogpodcast.fm where you get this episode and every episode where we talk about video games uh not me tiktoking um oh yeah happy father's day stuff. to all the fathers out there 
Oh yeah, that is today too. So happy Father's Day, Mr. Chuber. Uh, happy Father's yeah. Day. Thank you. As is in September, I think, but I'll take it. Yeah, well. Oh, it's not a national. Oh, I guess that's just a states thing. Huh? Oh, yeah. is this thing? Is that a thing in the U.S.? Sure is. I didn't know oh. that. Well, U.S. runs the world. So what else were you? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hallmark holiday. That's yes, why absolutely. the rest of the world uh, just loves you guys. Yeah, yeah. it's we're oh, big, loud, and obnoxious. So, uh, thank you all for coming out and make sure uh, I didn't put I didn't talk about the sponsors, but you know you all know about it. This new point. energy. So make sure you. Noob Energy OG OG15 for 15% off any order at noobenergy.com or you can go to noob.ogpodcast.fm. We'll take you to that same link. So, all right. See you guys next week and uh, make sure you follow TikTok, tiktok.com slash og.podcast. I think it's what it is. So. TikTok. I hate TikTok. Subscribe now so you can uh, see Charlie doing some dances. I'm not dancing. Mm-hmm.